0: Hi, uh, welcome to the show. So this is part two of um,
1: the interview. So how about you introduce yourself again? Hi, so my name is Joe Kaufman. I am the owner of Fire Maple Games. Uh, and a casual and indie game developer. I make uh, games for the Mac and PC and iPhone.
0: And what, um, so the last time we discussed primarily your mobile games, so can you, can you just recap uh, the mobile games that you released?
1: Yeah, I, re- I released um, three uh, three games so far, um, three and a half maybe if you count the one for the iPad. So I, I released I released Danger Cats, Stunt Squirrels, and The Secret of Grizzly Manor, um, which is an adventure game. Um, yeah.
0: yeah, and so the last time uh, we ended off on the point where The Secret of Grizzly Manor became successful enough for you to decide to quit your day, day job. Um, yeah. What you know what. How did you come across that decision? How long did it take for you to decide to do that? <laughs> I mean, and because I mean, it's just different, you know. Um, I guess people around you probably
1: never could even fathom or expect you to do that, or or did they? Or you know, maybe they did. I don't know. It, um, some of my some of my previous desktop games were, were were fairly successful, but but uh, and when I say quit my day job, my day my day job, I, I work with a, a bunch of. Um, really great people. So I, I didn't really, I guess I really quit, but I, I certainly lowered the, um, I lessened the the workload. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, the, um, it's, it, it is quite, it is quite a thrill to not have to, uh, to be kind of your own boss. Absolutely. It's, it's certainly a dream is to be, you know, be an indie, an indie, a successful indie game developer it is well, absolutely a dream. Y- you said you got, um, you know, while you're developing these games, you said you
0: also got married. So what, did did that have any um sway towards you deciding whether to you know uh move forward to be your own boss or um you know stay at your current workplace
1: well, well so my, my current workplace I, I work uh, remotely anyway so oh, okay well, um, that works <laughs> yeah so it was all that, that's been the case anyway so it, it wasn't it wasn't really the work from home again but uh it, yeah. No, I don't, I don't know if getting married having any, any influence, although it's, it is nice. It is nice. The flexibility is, um, is fantastic. Is, you know.
0: yeah. And okay. So you decide to become your own boss and you're going to, you know, move this forward. What, what are your thoughts then at that point? Did you do anything differently uh, compared to what you were doing before? Now that you're kind of turning this into a more sustainable business?
1: No I guess i've been doing it for um it just gives me uh, the, only, the only simply the simple decision is that is that is just to spend more time on the games since they're they're making the most money absolutely so it's just yeah the only it's a very easy decision and i I've been like i said i've been working on games you know in my part time you know in my free time exactly uh yeah. for for a while now
0: well you know the other the other thing is though I know you say that primarily work on games but now that you're your own boss i mean have you did you think about business models or marketing strategies that you'd also have to consider to make sure that you can well that you can raise revenue or you know get more exposure
1: build a brand around your game studio stuff like that so yeah so um the marketing thing is still the same is that is that you know make good games and uh tell as many people as you can about it um I still don't spend money on advertising. Um, yeah, did you look into that um, spending money on advertising? Yeah, and I have done it over the over the years, just you know, here and there. You put, I'll put out things like press releases and blog posts and and you know, things on the internet. But but, uh, print media and other things, it, it 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 doesn't have the same. It's not like the uh, the '80s or '90s anymore. The, the, this internet, the internet and the ice, the app store is certainly is changing things. Um, yeah, you know, vastly. It, it, it still, of course, helps if you have millions of dollars to, you know, to throw at something, but, but sure. you're, not, you're not guaranteed that it's going to work. Um,
0: well, the other thing I was going to discuss is that you know now that it's a business that you're going to rely upon, why not figure out ways to – because you have all these customers who are obviously you know interested or passionate about your game. Sure. So did you figure out a way to, you know, get their contact information or get their email address, send them weekly or monthly
1: newsletters related to maybe new content or uh, yeah, tips? absolutely, absolutely. So yes, I do I do have a, a newsletter that I send out, you know, very irregularly. But uh, but uh, I certainly have a newsletter and I have um all of the customers for my, my download games, I have their, their email addresses as well, which I send out you know. So I, I certainly send out email blasts and, and uh newsletters and stuff like that. Um, I have a, I have several thousand um, contacts. And, and um, awesome. Well, did you decide to
0: also primarily focus on adventure games, or were you thinking about also doing other types of games?
1: Because I'm a, I'm a one man shop, I really can only focus on one thing at a time. <laughs> so, and because I love the because I love adventure games, and because the the last one was so successful, um, mm. yeah, the decision is pretty easy to, to to work on a new one. <clears throat> and what is it going to be uh an
0: extension or a sequel
1: to the current adventure game or is it, it- uh, it's not going to be a, no it, uh, neither it's a it's a it's a whole new it's a whole new game and oh, okay. um i talked in the last podcast that that uh the there were there's some there's uh the 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 previous one is definitely a shorter a shorter game um and so that's certainly the, one of the biggest complaints about it so um, I addressed that with the, this new one. This new one is about five times the length uh, of, of the last one, so it's it's five times the artwork, and it's it's a huge, sprawling world and uh, that kind of stuff. So, so tons of more content, anyway. Well, is that the best strategy?
0: Because if it's five times the length, does that then take it over the twenty megabyte limit you mentioned on it, the last podcast?
1: It does. So, I'm I'm hoping, yeah, I'm hoping that that doesn't. It, it'll be an experiment a little bit, absolutely. Um, I Could, think I, so. I'm, I'm hoping to utilize the success of the previous one. Um, oh, yeah. Is, is to, to, to allow, to ho- hopefully, that, that barrier doesn't matter so much. And, and also, it, it only applies on the iPhones itself. It, um, well, that's a iPod, lot of people still, right? It is a lot of No, it, absolutely, it's a lot yeah. of people. But, but there's also, um, it doesn't count for the iPods and the iPads, which are generally Wi Fi anyway.
0: Well, uh, do you have stats on how many people downloaded from iPod? ipad versus
1: iphone no i wish you know you don't you don't get those stats unfortunately okay that would be helpful
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so okay you're gonna focus on adventure games did you think of maybe releasing a basic version of the game and then have in-app purchases for you know the other parts of the content since you have five times as much content or was i mean would that have allowed you to Avoid the uh, megabyte download limit. Maybe you could actually download. I don't
1: know how how the in-app purchases could be set up. No, yeah. So in-app purchases don't work exactly like that. Um, okay. So so you do download the full game. Um, okay. Gotcha. And and, yeah. and the, the in-app purchase simply acts uh, if you're a programmer, acts like acts like a variable, simply that you check against. Um, you know, if, if the variable is false, you don't get this content. <laughs> you know, the door is locked or whatever. And if if it's true, um, then it, then you get you get it unlocked. And 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 it checks it, it checks against your your um your iTunes account in the App Store, like it, um oh, okay. whether whether you purchased it or not.
0: Um, okay. So so you're gonna take a risk with the with the bigger adventure game. Yeah, it's what a about, risk. What about um you know you have eighty thousand people who've purchased right um the Secret of Grizzly Manor. So what are you gonna do with them? <laughs> like I mean you can I mean what I'm saying is you can send an update
1: absolutely so and yeah it's going to
0: reactivate them right like they like adventure games they like mystery games maybe you send them a free update when you release your next game you send them an update for secret of grizzly manor but it also has a mention of your next game
1: that's ex- that, that you you've read my business plan no absolutely oh, okay. so so uh yeah the uh i will release an update to grizzly manor it'll, it'll certainly have an advertisement um towards the to, for the next game um i'm i'm, I'm I'm thinking about making it free as well. Grizzly, make, make Grizzly Manor free during um, during the initial launch or leading up to the new adventure games just to get even more eyes to view oh, the... Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a great Grizzlies. idea. About that. So, yeah, just... Yeah, any any way I can capitalize on Grizzly Manor certainly to uh, to drive players to the new game. When
0: are you going to release this new game?
1: Uh, if all goes well, March, but we'll see. Wow,
0: that's... that's okay, so the reason why... I'm I'm a little surprised, is because now you have the template from um, the Secret of Grizzly Manor. Why is right. it going to take just as long uh, this time? Is it? Cause I know in our last in the last podcast you mentioned the issue with Game Salad and them changing their business model. Did that just cause you to switch to another tool?
1: Right. So so in the in the I've been using Game Salad for about a year now. So but in in the meantime, um, yeah, other other things have come out. So when they when they when they said that they were going to switch to this publishing model and publish everybody's games through their own brand, um, yeah, I freaked out a little bit just just because I finally was successful enough to oh, you know, yeah, <laughs> quit my job. And, and and my goal is to be um, an independent game developer. I don't I don't necessarily want to be published by Electronic Arts or Chillingo or anybody else. It, it, it's kind of nice to be your own boss and to call the shits. And um and the App Store allows you to do that. It allows you to to play against these big guys um certainly um everybody can even doodle jump and angry birds are made yeah. by small studios that can compete with you know electronic arts. even though you know those companies still dominate the charts it's it's nice, sure. it's nice to see the indie indie guys in there as well um yeah. so at at that time i started looking at another product called corona um now corona is not easy like games out it it, it it is easier than than um xcode certainly it, and, it, and it uses a scripting language um which is almost identical to Flash uh, Flash ActionScript. Oh script. yeah, yeah. It does not have any kind of user interface. So there's no um, GUI. There's no way to like. They're starting to come out with tools that allow you, allow you to lay out levels and stuff for uh, like a adventure, uh, different kind of games. Okay. Um, so it, it it it's it's certainly a um a different shift, but but with that with with the access to all the code, you get you get way more power. So um, this game has way more. Um, Way more features than I was able to do with with the game sound stuff. I mean, it does have in app purchases. You're able um, oh, yeah. one thing one thing you're going to be able to purchase is, is a complete like hint guide and a strategy guide and a complete walkthrough that'll that'll be built into the game that you you'll be able to download. Um, it has a very complex inventory system. Um, another thing that's nice is that all the um, all the text in the game is external, and I'll be able to translate it into um, several different languages.
0: Oh, that's so, that's awesome. So you're going to do internationalization
1: yeah, yeah local, nice. localization for, oh, yeah. for uh, different, yeah. different different uh, different different com- countries absolutely as and and I can keep adding those as, as I get them certainly and because all the te- because all the text I'm design, I designed the engine in such a fast that you know fashion that all the text is, is dynamic and uh,
0: so the localization you had to implement yourself right they don't I don't think they have an API to do that or do they
1: like uh, uh, Corona has a, ba- a basic one that you could you can um you can access the phone and ask ask the phone what what language you currently are running in, oh, okay. uh, but I'm, I'm going to set that up to be manual. So it will detect what, what language you, you know, if, if you're in, if you, uh, if it's Spanish or if it's, um, Japanese or whatever, I will, I will try to play the, I will start the game off in that language. Um, but there also, there'll also be an option to, you can manually change it to anything you want. Yeah. To, yeah through it, through an option screen and mm-hmm. it'll, it'll change everything on the fly. Um, so you switched to Corona. Were you
0: concerned at that point? I mean, because now you're full time. You decided to go full time on you know using Game Salad, and now you have to learn this new technology, and it's it requires more programming. So what what were some of the challenges, and how did you overcome them?
1: So well, th- well, thankfully I've been a uh, I've been a program a Flash programmer, a scripter, or whatever you know, action scripter, whatever you want to call it, but for uh, for ten years now. So um the, the programming is not a um I enjoy the programming I'm I'm just not a, I'm not a C programmer I'm a. can't do x code so I would rather I rather focus on the gameplay as opposed to like the memory management and that kind of stuff so um so I wasn't I wasn't uh, I wasn't scared so much I, it, it was very I, I I actually ported Grizzly Manor over in like 5 days so it wasn't Oh awesome it, it wasn't it's not it wasn't a scary it was just kind of a, a, a bummer I don't know it was just I was sad because um I was really, um, the people at GameSpot are so nice, and their software is so much fun to use. And 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 when I had discovered it, it, it really had changed my not my changed my life, but I was so excited about it. It just yeah. like changed everything. And I was doing so well with it that that this, the, the decision to change the models really a, just made me sad. Um, now they have since they have since changed their minds. They 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 have, they have uh, um, I don't know I don't know if it's customer feedback or Apple blocked them or whatever, but they they uh, they they, they they did a one eighty so they're, they're now it's no longer a publishing thing and and, and the software is now now actually free which which is you know ridiculous um, oh, yeah and it's just so, as pow- it's just as powerful as it always was but 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 by this time so now you know now it's january and end of january but i I've, I've been using corona for you know a solid four months now okay. every day so so I'm very comfortable in it so you're are you going to go back to
0: game salad then or are you gonna stick with Corona for now
1: well um I was. I, I still talk to both both companies, but the, the um the this this game requires so much artwork that I'm not I'm not even really using either program right now. I'm just using okay, photo. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just like, I'm, buried, I'm buried in artwork for the next couple of weeks. So, oh, and, and yeah. the end the end the engine is completely built. So,
0: and um, with just, Corona, you mentioned that there were tools that you could build adventure games. Um, you know, what are these, uh, or or are they, or,
1: not? No, not adventure. No, not tools, but um just uh just my own just my own knowledge but uh, but uh because because it's so similar to it's so similar to flash the action script you can almost you can build almost everything you can build in flash in 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 corona which is nice and it, it allows me to you know to go back and revisit all the flash work that i've ever done and and you know pull pull from my experience there and and uh so that's that. That's actually very fun, and I, and I, and I actually love coding or scripting or whatever whatever you want to call it. I, I love I love programming like that. So, yeah. I, and and, it, and the, the 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 engine that I built for the the uh, the new game it, it is um, it's very it's much more robust, and I can I can make very complicated puzzle games for it. Um, but the puzzles in the adventure in the adventure game itself they're much more complicated. Well, is and, is that going to be a danger because you know you're targeting the casual audience. No, yeah, not, 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 um, not complex from, from, uh, there, there, <laughs> the, uh, the okay. audience viewpoint, but it allows me to, uh, just even, even, th- um, like I said, be, that, like a game style does not have functions, loops or arrays. So you, it's very difficult to make something like Bejeweled, just for example, oh, yeah. or, or, or to make Tetris or solitaire. It's, it's very, um, just those kind of games are difficult. So with Corona, I'm, I'm easily able to make those games. Um, um, Okay. So,
0: so you're using Corona. You've got this basic system now for your adventure game.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, you know, what's, what's next in store? I mean, what are other things you're doing? Are you thinking about maybe outsourcing the artwork? Um, you know, focusing on the business and the marketing? What, what are your thoughts?
1: Well, I, the, the most fun for me absolutely is the artwork and the, (sighs) no, I I love, I love creating. Maybe I'm a control freak. I don't know, but I I love the, uh, I love working on all those aspects of it. I would say that the business and the marketing is the is the least fun of it for me. But um it's yeah. the nec- necessary part of it all.
0: Yeah. How are you are you looking at all these other business models and opportunities to, you know, make you know, make sure your studio is continuously sustainable. So for example, you mentioned putting in i i ads in the last podcast. Are you thinking of an advertising model? Are you looking at in-app purchase I know I know we discussed in-app purchase a little, but Um, you know, moving forward, what is, are you going to use the business model that you initially used, which is just charge a fee and have people
1: buy it versus some of the other
0: options that we've seen also work?
1: Absolutely. Um, if I had my, if I had my way, absolutely. I would, I would, I would charge a a modest fee and have people download it and and no, no ads, no, nothing, no, no, nothing that, um, those things are all, um, I don't know, not gimmicky, but they're, they're, they're they take away, they, they take away from the experience. I mean, no, I don't want, I mean, I don't know who watches commercials on it, you know, that has a DPR anymore. Like nobody likes commercials or ads or, or things that are, I don't know. And yeah. I'm still, kind of, I, I'm still kind of, uh, I still think games are art an art form. So that, to kind of clutter them up now, so, but but having said that I did put ads in, in just as an experiment in my light versions of the the little puzzle games but the, but the ads are only on the menu. They're not. They don't. They don't interrupt the gameplay. And and they're not that effective, to be honest. All right. Okay.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> so are you? Well, okay. okay so you do that. You're going to have this other game out in March. Um, you know what? Are, are you doing user testing all the time, or?
1: No. Uh, not yet. I, I still have to. I'm still working on the I I don't have a, a beta out yet. Okay. Ideally, yeah. Of course, as soon as the game is is uh, ready, I will test it heavily with as many people as I could possibly.
0: Yeah.
1: Test it. Um, it's still so. It is absolutely still uh, on the easier side, definitely. But yeah. but um, and w- what's tough about making games that are easier, when, especially when people are complaining about the length of them, um, is is because it's so easy you can finish it faster. So yeah, <laughs> it, it is is certainly a challenge to make a game easy and long, at the same time. It, it just requires lots of content um, yeah. to keep it at that same difficulty level.
0: Now now that you're full-time, what would you say your day is like? I mean, how much time do you spend on artwork? How much time do you spend on business? How much time do you
1: spend on programming and whatever else? Um, it is It is. – what is nice about, about doing the art and the programming together is you can kind of flip-flop um, – because the because the art is much more, uh, I don't know. It, it's creative, and you're not you're not sure <laughs> if it's going to turn out right. So you could spend eight hours on something, and it turns out you know awful. You just hate it, and uh, that that can happen with programming too. You find bugs, and you just can't figure out a solution. But the programming gives you it, 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 it's different parts of your brain you get to exercise, which is so nice.
0: Yeah. Um, and I guess what are what are new things you're going to be doing? Are there is there any Thing new that you're going to be doing in terms of development or business strategy, based on what you've learned in the past year.
1: Absolutely, um, I, I yeah. So the first games I made were very quick, just to just to see if I can do it, just to, to get the I don't know, just to just, yeah, just to see if I can make an app for the App Store and, and see what see the process. Just they're they're kind of learning experiments. Um, I still st- I still think that th- that the key is just making a really deep, um, nice game that people that people love. E- either that either has tons of content like like an Angry Birds that has constant like so many levels that keep coming out all the time, or just if it's not going to be like that, just a really rich experience that that uh, in it is in and of itself, um, just like the games I used to play as a kid. Um, so yeah, my focus is just to make great games, and and and, and I. Ideally, I, I don't have to put the the gimmicks, all the all the the ads, and, and the. I don't even well, know. are you going to also release on Android, or are you primarily so, going to focus on iPhone right now? So yeah, Grizzly Manor is Grizzly Manor is released on the Android. Um, oh. that, that's that's one of the advantages of Corona is that it can release on Android and and the iPhone iOS. Um, yeah, so so when I when I ported Grizzly Manor in five days, um, it it works on both now.
0: And it's, what's what's been your experience with Android? Is it just as successful, or you know, is it just as easy to get that many downloads or people interested as iPhone? No,
1: not 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 anywhere. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, um, it, it's it, yeah. It, it's very fragmented, and I'm not sure how how it all works. It seems like it, it's constantly improving. Yeah. Um, and every well, couple of weeks, every couple of weeks, they'll send me a new email saying that they have added a new feature. That makes it, it honestly, makes it more like the, the the Apple App Store, yeah, the iTunes App Store. So I've only sold a few hundred copies on Android, as, oh. a, as opposed to eighty thousand on iPhone. So is it's definitely a different. Is um, it
0: well? What's the pricing on Android? And did you decide? You know, with Angry Birds, I think they actually made it free on Android and just put in ads. I know yeah. you're you're opposed to that, but was that something you
1: considered? Um. No, I have yeah, I haven't considered it it's currently the dollar ninety nine. I could I can I could ch- I could switch it to, to ninety nine or something else. But uh it's I would say that the people that use uh Android are more savvy. They're more computer savvy, they're they're uh, that's I mean it's stereotyping of course, but I would think that they're more they're more like tech you know they're more geeky and tech you know, technical technically savvy. So I don't think they're used to paying for much of anything. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they're they're um, definitely younger. Yeah, so um Whereas okay. the app store is certainly geared to like more, more of a consumer that just, just, just likes to uh, – you know, they're not a not, mm-hmm. not, not the hacker market as much. <laughs> so, so Android isn't going to be a big priority for you um,
0: in the near future.
1: I, I, I make it for the Android. Like, so I, I, um, and thankfully, they, um, Android had a, not, not a Wi-Fi limit but just a, an app limit altogether. It, the apps couldn't be bigger than 25 megabytes. Oh, wow. So that, now they, they, they've recently upped that. Like in the past month, they've upped it to 50 megabytes. But still, it, it, you know, it does limit, um, that's something to consider. It does, it does limit the size of it. Um, and yeah, people, it, it's, it, it's, uh, it's, it, it's, interesting. And the markets are very fragmented. Like uh, if you have a, a certain carrier phone, they might not allow you to go to Google's app, Android marketplace. You have to go to, you know, the Verizon marketplace, or you have to go to the T-Mobile marketplace and you, and you don't have access. So, so it is kind of, it does kind of fragment everything. And also the, um, Android has so many different uh, versions of the software, and, and, it's, and it's and it's certainly difficult. It's certainly not intuitive for um, a user to upgrade their firmware. Oh yeah, and um, and there's also a, uh, yeah, there's uh, it, it's just very interesting. There, there's there's so many different screen sizes. Um, they're all over the map. Um, there's all different types of processors. So you have, yeah, you have many types of screen sizes, processors, and uh, versions of the firmware to deal with with Android. So. It, it is very. It's a very tough to design something that 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 works for everything, and and then with the um the dominance of the app store, it it, it kind of it, it doesn't make too much sense to focus all your time, um, trying to trying to appease all them. So it it it's a shame. I don't know. I don't know what to do. But but uh, I, there there is an Android version out. But yeah, I certainly focus on the um the iPhone iPad version, and then I release it for Android Secondary.
0: And so you know for other. Game developers out there what what suggestions would you have if they want to start their own mobile game
1: studio so uh, well yeah it depends what your strengths are certainly you, you need you know you need great artwork with the with the mobile stuff the artwork definitely sells it you're definitely buying a book by its cover because you can't you can't test the game first unless you can test it on somebody's phone so it's word of mouth and screenshots so the art is very important that has to be top-notch um the gameplay certainly yeah it, it, um Episodic things are nice, like either episodic or, or um puzzle packs like Angry Birds or cut the rope and things that come out and um, you can come out with a new 20 levels every month, which keeps the game, which keeps the game alive and afloat and then more people keep seeing it and more keep people keep showing their friends and seeing it on phones it just kind of like sustains its life um, yeah. if you're not a programmer, I certainly recommend um, game salad and and Corona they're fantastic they're a lot of fun to use um and they're, and they're and they're cheap, so yeah. But you certainly need all the pieces of the puzzle. You need you need to have a programmer, an artist, uh, some kind of sound designer. You need to purchase sounds, um, and plus the marketing, or you know, getting the word out. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: And you know, now that you're working on adventure games full time, are you going to? Are you thinking about adding in some elements or mechanics that you wish were there back in the day when you were playing them? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um one thing we um I, I say we me me and my uh i've recruited my friend to work on uh, my friend pat works on the games with me as well too he helps me write them and um oh, okay cool. for, for a split of the profits but uh i still do all the art and the programming he he helps me come up with the uh the story and the and the uh the game flow but um we because this game is so so much longer than the other one there's there, there's um there's something that yeah you get you kind of get like travel weary walking around the game so much even though you're just you know tapping but it gets it, it starts to get um you don't want you don't want the game to become tedious oops sorry you don't want the game to become tedious um so there's different we, we definitely put in different kinds of like teleporters and different things into the game itself that that allow you to like zip around the game better but yeah it, it's I uh, I don't know I don't know specific specifically it's 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 just a, it's certainly just a balance of, um, the difficulty.
0: Great. And where can, um, listeners find out more about your
1: game, potentially play it? Now uh, you can come to my website, firemaplegames.com Um, I also post, and how do you spell that? Is it that- fire maple games? It's one word. It's F I R E M A P L E G A M E S.com. Um, I post regularly on the Corona forums, the Touch Arcade forums, and the uh, GameSouth forums. So you can, um, and, I'm, I'm, and I try to be helpful there as well if, if, if anybody has any programming questions or other questions. Um, and yeah, certainly download, try, try the games, try Grizzly Manor, or try uh, Danger Cats or Stump Squirrels. Okay, great.
0: And, um, and your new game will come out in March
1: then? The game's coming out in March, and it's currently called, it's called The Lost City.
0: The Lost City. Great. Uh, thank you again for your time. Thank you. Yep. Take care. Thank you. Take care. Yep.
1: Bye. Bye Bye-bye.